Smuthead Podcast, where a group of friends makes it their mission to consume as much fan fiction as possible. There's love, angst, fluff, drama, action, but most importantly, there's smut. Join us as we discuss which story got us hot under the collar this week. Hey everyone, this is Sophia with the Smut Hut Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter and Tumblr as Our Lady of Rebellion and also on AO3. And I'm known in the Smut Hut as R2 Gimme the D2. Hi everyone, and my name is Kay. Um, I'm known as Blowjob of the Hut in the Smut Hut. Um, you can find me on Twitter and AO3 as Dark Lady K, D R K L D Y K A Y. Hey everyone, it's Mariana, aka A New Ho with a silent P. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and archive of our own as Death Dama. That's Death D E A T H. Dama, D-A-M-A, all together. And this is Michelle. I'm also, or a.k.a. Commander Poe Hammerin in the Smut Hut. And you can find me at Commander Capitan on both Tumblr and Twitter. So uh, to kick us off today, we're doing a, a roundtable discussion, which we love. These are some of our favorite episodes to record. This is always so much fun. Um, we're doing a pairs today. Mediana and I are starting off with our fic. We could plant a house. We could build a tree by Like a Dove. Um, like a Dove is Like a Dove on Tumblr, Twitter, and also Kofi. This fic is a modern AU and um, takes place in the 90s and early 2000s, which is one of the things that just sucked us in. It's 58 chapters out of 58, which like seems really long, but it is about 120,000 words, which is the same as Fetch. The Russian mob fic is about the same length as this 58 chapter, and that one's only 12 chapters. So just, <laughs> just so you know. Okay, so the summary for this fic is Ben takes a deep breath. It's, it's a project, conceptual art. You wouldn't get it. Ray presses her lips together to keep from laughing. She plans her next words quickly and carefully, determining what will get her best reaction. the best reaction. Really? Looks like you ruined a bedsheet to me. His reaction does not disappoint. Get out. Or, seven-year-old Ray decides it's her duty to annoy the crap out of Ben Solo every single day she's alive. <laughs> so, our, our favorite additional tags for this is, it's not cradle robbing when you're a huge baby too. Welcome to, the, welcome to the Ben Solo pain train. You're going <laughs> to suffer for it, but you're going to be happy about it. And yes. slow burn, which it really is a slow burn. I'd like to emphasize that. <laughs> yes. So if you are looking for a fic that's like filled with smut, this one is not for you. It is filled with my kind of smut, as in like a bunch of throwbacks to the 90s and the early aughts. That is the kind of smut that I was searching for when I started reading this one. And I got it. Boy, did I get it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of my favorite, one of my other favorite tags, it was um, Ray's Milkshakes brings all the bends yeah. to the yard. <laughs> are, we, are you serious with that? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh it's on there, yeah. It does, does her actual milkshakes or is it her boobs? No, they ha like go for milkshakes constantly. Okay, all right, all right. I'm just double checking. 
they have they have a thing where they go all get the milkshakes time. all the yeah. time. It, it's a thing. The the yeah. ships in this one are um, Raylo and Stormpilot. And then you know if you're if you're considering getting into this one, some warnings to think about are mild drug and alcohol abuse. There's arson. Ben Solo likes to punch shit and douchebags, douche which is like, you know, that's pretty much canon. Um, he goes to prison and also there's that age gap. Some of the things that we really liked about this fic that Mediana and I like really, we bonded over this fic because it was like, oh, who else is reading this? And Mediana was always like, me, me, that's me. Um, as all the references to 90s and early 2000s music and fashion. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I just want to make a note here that uh, Mariana is wearing an all that t-shirt right now. So I feel and, like- and one of those black plastic interwoven chokers that stretch to get on yes. and off. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I came prepared, okay? this I am talking about a 90s late 90s early aughts fic and I just wanted to you know I wanted to be in the mood for it yeah um also also, or Mariana did you want to talk about that for a little bit the music references oh the or the yes okay so for me music is like a huge huge I just really like it's one of the I'm always listening to music always all the time and so the fact that the the this fic is titled we could plant a house we could build a tree which are d- lyrics from a Nirvana song breed and Nirvana was like quintessential for me when I was growing up so that right there pulled me in but like every chapter is has like a song that's from like that year and is like kind of like the theme of the chapter and i absolutely love that there's just so many references to music in it um both um ray and ben have a bond with music like he's he kind of take takes it upon himself to educate her correctly about music like don't get into all this like poppy stuff that you're like trying to listen to you got to listen to like he'll like play uh pearl jam and and like that kind of genre like all that kind of music and be like this is what you need to be listening yeah. to right now so it's like you really do see that a lot like to me you see the shift in like her music like as the story you know mm-hmm. progresses where it's like all Ben music all the time and then for a time it she kind of grows into her own and she's like there, you know and I feel like like a dove kind of put that in there because like the themes for the song started to change a little more like straying a li- slightly away from like the grunge and like more like a young girl trying to explore different kind of genres I guess and I don't know if she really maybe if she did it intentionally or not but I definitely saw it just because I'm so big into like music and then there was so much like with wardrobe I don't know if you want to talk about that <laughs> yeah go ahead. there was there's lots of mentions of 90s and early 2000s fashion in this as well and um of course with both of us growing up around that time we're like oh my god yes yes 10 year old ray Ray was born (laughs) yes this ray in this universe was born in 1990 i am an 89 so reading it from like her perspective i i like i was like i felt that man i feel that when you're when you're nine years old and you're putting butterfly clips in your hair because you want to impress Poe Dameron, I feel that girl. I feel that. Okay. Wait, can you go on about this impressing Poe Dameron? I think I, I, I. What? Oh yes. So in this fic, Poe and Ben are inseparable. They're best friends. They they mm-hmm. live together. Wait, no, that's later on. 
Um, right? No, I think that they live together because that's how she meets Poe is that they become roommates. Well, because when she first meets, like, I don't want to be too, like, spoilery, spoilery but when she first, no, first meets him, I think, uh, yeah, ben, yeah, it's okay. When she first meets Ben, he's living in the art studio with Luke. Right? He, is. he is. No, no, when she first yeah. meets Poe, it's because Poe is like, no, hey, let's go. Oh, be no, roommates. but I was talking about whenever, like, at first, mm-hmm. Ben is living with his uncle then he moves out moves yeah. in with poe they're best friends they're inseparable and that's how ray meets uh mm-hmm. poe mm-hmm. poe is the same age around the same age as mm-hmm. ben mm-hmm. in this one and um they're still like you still see that whole like why are they even friends it's kind of go- plays on that whole theory that like they could have in canon they probably knew each other as yeah. kids but in this universe they grew up and it's like they're so polar opposites but it yeah. works and so it, it's chapter i don't remember what chapter it is i feel like i want to chapter nine well we were just talking about it okay so it's chapter nine because it goes by age chapter nine she's nine and it starts off with ray has butterfly butterflies in her hair and they're talking about the butterfly clips and how she's like trying to get all dressy for him and like she goes and shows up and ben's just like are you wearing butterfly clips like he totally calls her (laughs) and she's like like shut up why'd you do your hair She's like, shut up. What are you talking about? And Rose is the one that helps her. Because in this one, the way that she bonds with Rose is that uh, Maz adopts or she's fostering Ray. Mm -hmm. And she's also fostering uh, Paige and Rose. She runs a group home. Yeah. So that's how they live together. And Rose is helping her put clips in her hair. And and then she goes over there. And Poe is this like, I mean, he's already, she doesn't know right at this point. Right. uh, Ray doesn't know about his sexuality. So she's like trying to impress him. And Ben's like. Just like no, girl, <laughs> nodding his head like you're so cute. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure Ray. it out. I know it's yeah. adorable, but I mean, I I felt that. Okay, I felt that. Like I was like nine years old. I was also like shooting for the stars. Justin Timberlake was my love. Yeah. I was like, yes, <laughs> he will love me one day. Um, so another thing that we really liked about this fic is that uh, Ben and Ray grow up together. Um, but like a dove finds a way to make it not weird that they end up together. And she really addresses all of the like potential weirdness where a lot of um, sometimes authors try to kind of gloss over that because it is, you know, like there's kind of a lot to unpack there that they grow up together and then they end up together. But in this one, um, Ben ends up going to prison for like, it's like four or five years And so Ray has time to grow up uh, apart from him and like has a boyfriend and all this stuff. Um, And that like, I thought that like a dove handled it really well. I'd like to add that it's like similar to the Sword of the Jedi series where the age gap is the same. It makes sense when they do end up together that they do. It's not something that's like, oh, like that's just weird. So she does work through it. There are those issues that are confronted. Both uh, Ben and uh, Poe comment on it, whether it's like to each other or to Ray at certain points where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're young. This is just a childhood crush or, oh, like Poe does that a whole lot. Like he seems to have this kind of like brotherly, older brother dynamic with Ray. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. One of the one of the tags is somebody give Poe Dameron a medal. Because he's constantly trying to let Ray down, like, um, from Ben, where it's starting to become clear that she has a crush on Ben. And Poe is like, listen, kid, 
like constantly kind You're of trying kid. to like let her down easily and she's of course right is like never listening to it oh gosh um <laughs> so, so like some of the quick i guess like things i want to like hit on mm-hmm. are um that like we really really liked are the fact that finn Finn coming to terms with his sexuality is something that is explored and like discussed in the fic. Yes. You you don't just it's not just that he already is that it's like it already is gay like you see in a lot of uh, mm-hmm. fics. In this one, he is Ray's age, so he's coming to age just when like at the same time Ray is and he has to come to terms with that and Ray is a part of that process. Also, I saw a lot of um like force bondish yeah. like that there, themes. There were a lot of like canon-ish references. Yeah, and the force bond being one of them. Um, there was a like a specific scene where she just brought a whole lot from canon into the story. Ben finds out the true identity of his grandfather, and Ray knows exactly like what it is that he needs from her, like to be there for him. And that's like there at that point in the story they hadn't been talking for a while, but when she finds out about it, she runs to him because she's like, I know what he's gonna need. Yeah. Um and so, like, uh, it does really, like, hit all of the tags. Mm-hmm. At one point, they have an argument because Ben is com- trying to come to, th- come to terms with the fact that Ray is growing up. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite chapters, she's about 14 or 15. Yeah. And she's at his apartment. And she, she wears a large sweater to hide this giant hickey on her neck. But uh, he sees it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he turns murderous. <laughs> And he, like, gets so pissed off. Who is this boy? Tell me who he oh, is. And wow. she's like, yeah, but she's, like, what, 14 or 15? So yeah, she acts like, like a 14 15, or 15 yeah. year old. And she's like, you're not my real brother. And <laughs> You're he not gets my dad. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is normal behavior. It's normal behavior. But what does Ben Solo do? He gets so mad, he stomps to his room. And when she goes to ask for a ride home, he slams the door in her face. Yeah. What? And he's like, tell Poe to give you a ride home. Oh, and he's like, ew. yeah, and he's nine years older. He's nine years older at this point. And he's like, tell Poe to give you a ride home. Because Poe knew about it. Yeah. So he's salty uh, about Let that. this be a message to our male-identified fans. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Do not be that guy. I mean, it's, it, what, it's one of those age. things that I always have a confusion with as a reader of a lot of these fics. Is that, you know, the nine years difference is supposed to be, like, accurate. But, like, I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people who are nine years older than me, even as a young person. And... Kylo Ren does not act like he's nine years older than us. I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. Yeah, he does not. <laughs> That's why Like a Dove was like, it ain't Cradle Robin if you're a giant baby too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I see now the application of that tag. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. like, this this last point I want to hit really blew my mind. <laughs> when I was talking to Michelle about it yesterday, I was like, oh my god. <sighs> because I realized that the whole mentor-mentee relationship that Ben wants in canon, mm-hmm. he gets in this story. So it was like, I, I was just talking uh, about it with Michelle, and I was like, oh, you know, he kind of mentors him. And I was like, wait a second. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a huge trip. Because they meet um, at Luke Ren's in art school instead of like, you know, the Jedi Temple. And basically, Ray is getting in a ton of trouble at school. And Maz is like, look, you can either do this. Or, like, you can have... Basketball. Oh, yeah, basketball. Um, And she just, like, drops her off at Luke's um, at the art school. And that's where she meets Ben in, like, that scene um, that Mariana read the summary. That's where, like, that stuff happens. So he is mentoring her with, like, her art skills and stuff. And it's, like, it's really really cool because they talk about how her art 
develops like throughout the story too. And like Ben is always like, I don't know. He's, he's always just like so good to her. I have a yeah. question. Um, mm-hmm. What art kind of art does uh, Ben do? And what kind of art does Ray do? As someone who's never read this fic. Um, ben, it does painting. Uh-huh. And Ray mainly does um, sketching. sketching. Right? Yeah, but she also does painting. Like they, From they, life? Or like, is she like abstract or what? Um, she does... It's funny because one of the first things that she does is this huge caricature of Ben, and it's just hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she like emphasizes his ears, I think. Yeah, and like has like a huge frowny face on like him. Like you do as a caricature like, artist. Just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he gets so pissed. But she does um, um, scenery a lot, and yeah, there's she does a lot of that. yeah. And there's one part where she actually does a report on Anakin Skywalker before they know how he's related to Ben. She does a report for school and she draws him and she like finds herself drawing him a lot. She's like, there's just something about his face that is so familiar to me. And then when they find out that he's Ben's biological grandfather, then she's like, oh, that's, you know, that's what it was. That was why. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, why am I? Standing this man. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of Ray standing Anakin. Just, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I, I think I can see it, though. I can see it if, uh, depending on the context and when she's introduced to him. Especially, so, like, if we're thinking canon, right? If it's mm-hmm. about Anakin Skywalker and not Darth Vader, I can see Ray being like, oh, yes, he's a hero of the Republic, you know? So, I I can see it. But I'm I'm really glad that 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 happened in this fic i'm glad to hear y'all report that yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie i was it was a toss-up no no it was always you and mcgregor but hayden christensen (laughs) was quite a fox uh my my uh locker got covered in hayden christensen one year and i was like well i mean you know i'm not against hayden christensen i just like you and mcgregor better because he's a fox yeah yeah hello there totally oh yes can you hello Um, there me until next week (laughs) <laughs> some of the other like canon-ish references that Mediana and I talked about were um you know Finn grows up in a really strict religious household with his grandmother so like him coming out as bi in the thick is like you know he can't really be himself because of the strict religious household that he grows up in it's kind of similar to the stormtrooper program um Ben I'm, does burn I'm down. sorry before you right. before you go on Finn is bisexual. Does he get yes. into a relationship with Rose and Poe? No, there's oh. there's no throupling. I know that, it's that a huge to disappointment be. to me Missed too because that's one of my favorites. Yeah, like, as as a queer bisexual woman, please more of that. Yeah, yes, yeah, please. Um, and uh, um, oh, we right. talked about how Luke still has the same pessimistic, like views of ben right. in this one just like in canon yeah and he still Where, sends and, him to and i was like i was going on a rant because i was like <laughs> he has the same attitude yeah. over this teenage boy with emotional issues he's not trying to like bring down an, an entire like system of like planets and he's not trying to take over the universe and yet you still treat him like he is like he's a teenager with problems like chill out yeah, and he absolutely Luke Skywalker down has no school. chill, no chill whatsoever. 
until until he's done and then he's like let me be a baby and go to and it just makes me mad because i'm like he has all this patience for ray but but his own goodbye forever i can't handle this i'm just gonna leave my sister and my whole my whole life's work because i i just i destroyed everything and i'm the worst and i'm gonna hide hi i'm I'm 56 years old or something like that right yeah like a classic skywalker drama queen such drama queens the only person who wasn't a drama queen was fucking padme and leia those are the only two people in the entire star wars like canon that's a skywalker who is not a fucking drama queen the end (laughs) yeah the The end end. welcome to my ted talk (laughs) (laughs) about the skywalker the skywalker uh drama dynamics well, we did um, have, a, a, like, a little TED Talk yesterday because we were like, I like that uh, Ray had her own path mm-hmm. and she, like, went and dated around and wasn't like, I'm going to wait until the day that I'm old enough. She was like, fuck all that noise. Yeah. Boys. Boys. That's right. So you're saying she um, was a Tina in this fic. Tina Bob's brother. Oh, Tina. God. No, I wish it was uh-huh. more like Tina in was, this fic. Was I there know, perhaps She did a- not write her own erotic zombie fan fiction so oh my god was there perhaps a, a, what was that was there perhaps a chapter that was influenced by uh, a chapter influenced by the beastie boys but instead of girls it was boys for ray <laughs> oh my god boys i'm just i'm Honestly. just thinking about all of, you know all of our all 90s I really songs want is poe because <laughs> in the evening it's poe <laughs> and even though i say i don't want him it's ben <laughs> Pretty much. Ben. 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 No. Ben. Poe. I can't have him, I'll take Poe. Exactly. Oh, shit. Poe's gay. It's not Poe. Oh, shit. I guess I can't have Poe. There's a part where she punches Poe in the face, where she just straight punches him in the face because she finds out that him and Finn are dating. And she's like, you motherfucker told me that Ben was too old the for me, gap. that mm-hmm. I was too young for him, and to just get over it, and now you're over here making out with my best friend who's the same age as me when you're the oh. same age as Ben, and she straight punches him Oh, shit. It's pretty Amy I mean, Lynn they're would be all proud. drunk, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what, I think she's like it, 17 at that point? No, it's her 21st birthday. 21st, damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Oh, it's because I just read the chapter where she's a 17 and she gets really drunk and she smokes some weed mm-hmm. and she's like i'm really messed up and oh, yeah. i need to ride home so she calls ben and he's like where what are you doing and yeah. she's like i'm really fucked up right now yeah and then he I'm tries my to best come... life ben deal with it yeah he tries to come get her don't be and, jealous because like, you're a square guy. on a circle <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry it was a square joke i didn't do very good it's okay no, i love it it's i love okay. it it landed <laughs> Um, but he's trying to come get her from the party and they won't let him in. So he like drives his car up on their front lawn, like up to the front door and is like, let me in. (laughs) He parks the car on the lawn to be like an obnoxious douche. Yeah. Then he like storms in and like throws the evil at everyone. And he picks up Ray, like cradles her and then like takes her out. And she's just like, whoop. I like this is like soon after she realized she's like attracted to him, so she's like, "Yes, uh, okay. take me." Yeah. Okay, you just described like a '90s version of like a Darth Vader or and or Kylo Ren entrance. Like that was just, mm-hmm. you know what? It's it's so because earlier you were talking about um, points in which this fic draws from canon, 
And mm-hmm. this sounds so much like, you know, I'm going to park my Upsilon, like, right up on your turf. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking walk in here, and I'm going to take her, and then I'm going to leave. And, like, none of y'all bitches can do shit about it. <laughs> like, and then yeah. he, like, and peels off of the grass to, like, make sure that he leaves, like, tire marks and their grass ah! is, like, the front lawn is all fucked up. Well, see, I'm going to be up front. Like, I, I love... I love AUs. Like, I, I wasn't initially into AUs. I was like, hell no, whatever I want. Canon fix only. And then you guys Same. got me into the AUs. And mm-hmm. I love myself an AU that is canon, like, in certain ways. Like, oh, I oh. like it when it has the parallel. Like, a lot of our, we've had it a couple has- people who've asked, like, what, what AUs do you give us that are parallel to what happens in star wars and mm-hmm. i do you oh, think this one, this one would yeah. be would be a close yes. a close one like you've got so who's the shadowy presence is snoke in this snoke, snoke yes, is in this what? one yeah and and it's kind of the same where um ben like luke thinks that ben is too far gone and he has ben has like an opportunity to come back to the art studio and luke is like um, Luke finds out that he like got in a fight because somebody was calling Poe some very oh not nice names. And Ben is so such a huge baby because he, he doesn't understand that he's a freaking adult. And then, uh, but then uh, Luke is like, "Oh well, never mind. You can't come back to the art studio now." And that's essentially what sends him to Snoke. And he's like working for Snoke and um, really super shady until. Ray finds him because she's like, what are you doing for work? Or no, it's after he leaves Snoke that he tries to come back to Luke. And then Luke is like, no. And then that's when he Wait, okay, so, but, but he does, he does No, but he does get kicked out yeah. like se- several times. Mm-hmm. One of those leads to him getting uh, like a really lucrative opportunity with Snoke. Mm-hmm. And he's very secretive about it. Mm-hmm. And Ray tries everything. It's like when she's she's 14 and he's teaching her how to drive because i just read that chapter yeah or, yeah she's and she's like 15. trying she's trying to get it out of him and he's like i can't tell you i'm just i'm making a lot of money yeah and um he's just a shady art art dealer basically so yeah. it's like he, he he hired him because he has such potential as like he's a really good artist so he's like i need you for this like operative and i don't yeah yeah operative yeah quote unquote but um so he stays there and that kind of starts making him pull away a little bit because the more he has to work for him the more secretive he has to be the more space he has to put in between him and ray and she's just kind of like i don't really know what's going on Mm -hmm. and like it kind of like comes it kind of like comes to a head and like he does defeat that yeah but with her help right so it's still like it's still the same. Yeah. Like, like it's very canon compliant in that sense. Like, not compliant, but, like, parallel. But, because he goes through the same struggles with, like, the same people involved. And I don't think he kills Snoke, though, in this one. I don't think Snoke dies. So that's, no. like, a little bit canon divergent. And then, um, and it's kind of a little bit out of order because when he does burn down Luke's school, it's toward, it's, like, after he had, like, gone to Snoke and then come back and, like, you know, a lot of other things have happened first and then he does that, which is where she kind of separates them because then Ben goes to prison for, like, four or five years and Ray is able to, she goes off to college, which Ben, ben paid for, like, all of his money that he was making from all these shady things he that he was doing all. with snoke yeah it was it was all for her mm-hmm. he, he saved it all to like that's so romantic but also like interesting 
Well, yeah, it, it explains it a little bit more. There's a companion piece of this called uh, uh, Nest of Salt, Everything's My Fault. And it explains a little bit more from Ben's point of view where like all these things kind of happen where he has like a Ziploc bag full of goldfish crackers. And it's when he first meets Ray and she like is kind of looking at him and he's like, do you want some? Like you can have them. And he describes, you don't get to see like the, her, the, her state yeah. when you're reading it from her sp- perspective from his, he's like, she's in raggedy, like clothes. That's too big for her. Mm-hmm. She looks like she has not been fed in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like her hair is unkempt and he's just like, just, just take, just take, take everything. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, Oh my God, just take it off. And she's just that's like him being so Leia's overwhelmed. Son. Yeah. That's him yeah. being Leia's son. And that's Ray, yeah, but Padme's grand boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ray is just so overwhelmed. Like, she's just like so excited that she gets to eat all of these goldfish. And he's like, fuck. Like, I'm so privileged. And here's this kid who's super talented, but has like had experienced like almost nothing. And I'm one, I'm going to make sure that this doesn't happen to her anymore. Like, I'm, he's like, takes it upon himself that. He, he's like, you know, she's not like a lot of the other. Which is the whole like, dynamic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he doesn't actually tell her because he's still a dick to her, which I love. He's like, <laughs> yes, whatever, absolutely. kid, you're so fucking annoying. Just take all, like, take the whole bag. Just take it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, and then, um, and that kind of, like, theme just continues throughout, throughout this story where Ben is just like, she's not going to want for anything. Like, he buys her a phone so that he can talk to her and, and like she can oh, yeah. text him and stuff and buys her an iPod so that she can put all the songs on it that like he's like, okay, you have to listen to this, this, that, whatever. Um, it's really, really he good. Takes, but. How how does how does Ray deal with this? Does she have pride or is she like more like whatever you want? I just want to I'm so grateful to have a friend. Or is she like prideful and, and wants to refuse it initially? I think she's more like um with some of the stuff, like, I mean, like, with, like, the snacks and whatever and the art supplies, she's more like a scavenger where she is, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Um, but with the more expensive stuff, like the phone and the iPod, at first she's, like, I can't accept this. And then she, like, she, like, freaks out because he buys her a razor, you know, the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so 90s and, like, expensive. It was, like, $99. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. I really love that the um, chapters are titled by year so that like um, when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, God, this is the year I graduated high school or like I remember, you know, how old I was at this year. So you're saying if you're a nostalgic 90s kid, you should read this. Or if you are curious about if you're not a 90s baby or an 80s baby group in the 90s, then uh, and you're curious about it, then this is a good, you know, it's a good convergence. Yeah, if 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 you want to like kind of see what we went we went through in that time, and then also it's a shout out to all the Raylos that are like of that generation because you get a lot of mm-hmm. writers that are or or like even writers that are not necessarily younger, they're our age, but they kind of write for the younger. Or not, not specifically for them, but it's right. not really, like, I don't know, like, not really, like, specific of any, like, age. But this yeah. is really for all of us that are of the older. It kind of gives us a little bit of more of, like, visibility. Like, hey, there are older Raylos. It's not just, like, little 15. Not, 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 not like, saying anything <laughs> bad about, like, teenage Raylos. But, like, we were, we there were are all older Raylos. We Raylos at 15, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. my God. I, I would have, I mean, I'm... 
I'm really surprised that I never sh- I think it's because I liked Ewan McGregor better but I never shipped Padme and Anakin because like I really loved Ewan McGregor but mm-hmm. I would have been a Raylo 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 oh absolutely. me too 10 absolutely. out of 10 I'm actually like jealous of the 15 year old Raylo because I'm like you have so much more yeah yeah you don't have to print out the in sync fan fiction and like sneak it to your friend no you never do you never have to like hide 15 pages of what was it like it's not you're not treating it like because you didn't want to waste ink because it costed too much oh if you're if you're like under under the age of 20 and listening to our podcast you you're living the life you're lucky yes dark lady k slash blue job of the hut would have been very jealous of you but it's made us resourceful. Um, the I think the last couple things that we were talking about with this one is that um, Ben does work his redemption arc while he's in prison. And then because he's in prison and raised off at college, it gives them that time to like grow up and to like become adults separately, which goes a long way to not making it weird when they do end up together. Um, and then when he's in prison, part of his redemption arc is that he starts writing a graphic novel and the chi- the characters are Kira and Kylo and it's like called the Knights of Ren. And this actually has become a real life project by Be The Verse on Tumblr and Twitter. And um, the two people who contribute to that are Rad Braybury and real math with a dash between each of the letters who is violet hour 666 on AO3s. Those two collaborate together and do this graphic novel. That's my jam right there. Absolutely. Violet hour. Yeah. Oh God. She does not disappoint. So yeah, people should definitely check out that graphic work. Like the style of the art. There's this Mm -hmm. really excellent rawness to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, the best way to like depict yeah. Ben's style in the in the story. Yeah. Yes, I actually have a question. Is this this is this the one where um, they were asking people to color the art? Like someone would draw it and then they would ship it out to a fan who wanted to color that section. Uh, it's it's. Can you give me a little bit about this graphic novel? Because I want to say that's what I was reading. Um. Oh, well, it's not. It's <clears throat> not a graphic novel per se. It's it's kind of like a, a web comic, right? Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, serialized yeah. web comic, right? And um, yeah. I don't. I don't know about the the coloring thing. I know that yeah, um, I don't, I don't, when you first see the the Knights of Ren, they have these really cool kind of like animal skeleton masks, and mm-hmm. they're the is it medieval? It's medieval esque. Yeah, okay. yeah, and yeah. Um, like Ray is at like some kind of like monastery church place yes. when mm-hmm. Kylo comes mm-hmm. in, and he's on a hunt for these grimoires, these spell books. Yeah, and yeah. he. I think the last installment that we had was. Um, he had abducted Ray and was trying to convince yeah. her to be his his protege, be his student. Last point. Yeah. The first one was that I wanted to point out that what I really admired about Ben's character in this one, even from the very beginning, was that no matter what he like he gave her, mm-hmm. he never held it over her head. Even when it gets to the point where he gets he goes to prison for what he did. Mm-hmm. And she goes and says, like, I'm going my own way. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. He doesn't. He's like, okay, well, you know that, like, like he's like, I still, there's still this, like, that I build up for you to be able to have an opportunity to go to college. And that's yours, whether or not you speak to me or not. Like, he never holds it over her head. And I thought that that was really powerful mm-hmm. that, that he had that, that, like, determination to just be like, there's no, like, strings, strings attached yeah. to it. 
Yeah. And the last one was I wanted to shout out the the chapter I told you it was my favorite specifically because of the song, mm-hmm. and that was uh, the one uh, titled after Kid Cudi's oh, um, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. That's like definitely a favorite for me just because of the song. So yeah. like, I definitely think of this fic now when I hear P- Pursuit of Happiness. So just that yeah. that last thing right there. Yeah, it's really descriptive of what Ray's what's going on in Ray's life during that chapter. Yeah. Um, and then the very last thing that we normally talk about on fix is a smut highlight. But this one is like Mariana had said, it's a really slow burn. So we don't actually mm-hmm. get a whole lot of smut until the last three chapters. Oh, and but man, is it worth the wait? I, I think it's worth the wait. I didn't really have a highlight because I feel like it would be kind of weird out of context knowing that this is like a they grow up together. Yeah. Fix. You kind of have to. Um, yeah. But but it's it's totally worth the wait. And she makes you wait. Like even like the first time that they're together is drawn out over like three chapters before they actually before they actually but these are make short it to chapters. the bed. Yeah, these are yeah. shorter chapters. These are short sure. chapters. And just remember that, like, the tag, she lives up to every single tag. Yes. So, like, you will suffer, but you will like it. <laughs> be happy about it. Yeah, you will be happy about it. Trust me. Yes. It's worth the, yes. it's worth the read and worth the wait. Yes, so that was, uh, and that's our review of We Could Plant a House and We Could Build a Tree by Like a Dove. Like a Dove. Yay! And you can find her on Twitter, under and the Tumblr. same and Tumblr as like a dove, which is like and coffee, it, and co- yeah, and it's the same, right? Like underscore uh, underscore dove. Um, I think that's what it is. It that's what it is on Ao3. That's what it is on Twitter. But Tumblr is just Twitter. one word, and I believe on Coffee it's just one word. But I tried searching just like a dove on all all of the platforms, and she came up every time. We'll make sure okay, to post right. the updated information on our Tumblr as well. Oh, yeah. I was, okay. I'll, I'll tag her. Um, also, I'd like to give her a shout out because she's wrote an Alpha Ray uh, fic that's like. Oh, yes, she did. It's, I mean, you know, it's still a work in progress, but goddamn, do I love myself an Alpha Ray. Yes. God yeah. damn, do I love and myself an Alpha And the loosely Ray. based Pride and Prejudice fic that she's writing, uh, General Incivility, also also worth your time, especially if you are a Pride and Prejudice Raylo. Awesome. I think it's our turn. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, we're going to switch gears here, and Kay and I are going to talk about the fic that we've been obsessed with. It's called Perfunative Session, and it's by Secret Raylo Trash, all one word, on AO3. Uh, Let's see. So right now, it's at 13 chapters. It's 13 out of question mark, so don't really know when it's going to end, but... I can tell you that I have been in communication with Secret Raylo Trash as she's been writing this fic, and it looks like we're getting pretty close to the end. So the reason why I'm a big fan of this fic is that I have been a sex worker, and so it's really great to see a fic that uh, that centers sex work, and it's also really just sort of amazing to see an author mash up <laughs> uh Raylo and and sex work in this sort of like porn actor AU. So here let me give you a summary. Ben owes Ray a favor from a porn shoot between them gone wrong. But neither of them wants to admit it's already been repaid in full. Because that means Ben could stop assisting in Ray's live cam shows anytime he wanted to. 
but an accidental appearance during a stream has her audience demanding more of the mysterious Kylo, and they have a new role for her assistant in mind. Little Miss Nobody and Kylo Ren are considered a match made in lucrative heaven, but what does that have to do with Ray and Ben catching feelings and facing some demons along the way? So let's check out some of these tags. Uh, there's size kink. So for people who are into that, that gets, that actually ends up being like a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, pretty sorry, big. sorry, a pretty big <laughs> crux. Yeah. Uh, pretty big. Uh, it's a, it's a huge plot point. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. BDE alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, uh, there's sex toys, there's BDSM. Um, there are mentions of uh, Nazism, so so yeah. be aware of that. Yeah. It's not it's not like glorifying Nazism or anything like that. It's just it's in there. It's a it's a deep conversation between Ray and Ben that you did not think was going to go in that direction, but also makes a lot of sense if you are a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, mention of porn industry porn industry problems with non consensual narratives, uh, general misogyny. And performers dealing with narratives surrounding consent, but there's also a lot of sex positivity uh, and a lot of uh, praise kink. So, just wanted wanted to make sure to mention mention all those goodies and warnings for people. Okay, so I uh, I guess I'll go I'll go first, and let me just go ahead and uh, let me just go ahead and lay down why I'm a big fan of uh, I've been calling it PIO. So I mean, so is so she, so she. Secret late Raylo trash has also been calling it PIO. Yeah, I don't I don't know who started it, but it makes sense. Um, it was probably her. Uh, so here is what is amazing to me about PIO. On its surface, it does come across as you know a porn star, sex worker, AU. However, once you start getting into the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. of ray and ben's relationship there's a lot of really amazing conversations that happen between them and sometimes those conversations are very erotic and sexy and it's there's just something really great about seeing two characters talk about consent and what that's going to look like for them in their relationship and also talking about two people that have come from uh, difficult backgrounds in different ways and how they're reconciling that, trying to move forward and having a relationship together. So there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of healing that Ray and Ben are doing together. And there's also a lot of philosophizing. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I think you did, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> a lot of philosophizing about, about sex work and specifically in the porn industry. And the question that Ray and Ben and the narrative of this story keep coming back to is... Is there such a thing as feminist porn? Is progressive, or you know, erotica? Like, what does that? What would that look like? Like, what necessity? Like, what needs to be true in order for a piece of pornography to be something that can arouse and give pleasure to people, regardless of their gender identity? Uh, you know, while at the same time being you know hot and sexy and these sorts of things. And so. It's really great to see these two characters play with that. So without trying to give, without giving away too much, um, Ben was originally 
a film student in this fic before he becomes a porn star. So right. he had he's coming approach. from that sort of like very um, academic. Um, I don't want to say elitist, but you know, a more intellectual point of view. Um, and he, yeah, and he has to turn a lot of that off in order to be Kylo Ren porn star. And then Ray mm-hmm. got into sex work for survival. Yes. And so that's another thing that I appreciate about this fic, because you have two people getting into sex work for these two different reasons. And that's important because people do sex work for different reasons. Yeah. And I think that's a very um, monolithic idea that a lot of um, these fics have when they're talking about sex work. Um, I am friends with my fair share of sex workers and this I want to say that a lot of people have this idea that sex workers come into sex work because A, they're abused, B, they have daddy issues, C, they have mommy issues, D, they had a bad relationship. Uh, you know, there's this litany of psychological issues that people come into doing mm-hmm. sex work with. And I, it's not true. Like, it's not true. Like, people come in with very different reasons for becoming things. The same way people go into any job and work workforce uh, for reasons, either emotional or background. And I appreciate that Secret Relo Trash um, made both Ben and and Ray have different reasons for coming into this. And their background is different. And I, I appreciate that. And I feel like that's very um, true to what my um, experience is with my friends who are sex workers. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, what's what's also great is that with Ray's character, initially she gets into it for survival reasons, and so their content content warning slash trigger warning. Um, she was working illegally underage. She was doing things underage, um, and that was for survival. So you know, Secret Railo Trash understands that like even within the context of this of this fic that you know she wasn't in a place to give consent. So Secret Railo Trash is. Uh, is definitely addressing, you know, that she was incapable of giving consent. She was underage. Does it make, you know, doesn't try to glamorize that or anything. Like, it was this terrible thing that she had to do or she felt that she had to do to survive, right? Uh, But then later, when she gets older, it's a combination of the fact that this is what she already knows how to do to survive, plus her wanting to be the boss of her life. And that's how she ends up being Little Miss Nobody with her own cam show because she's like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this on my terms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of the money is going to go to me and not to like a manager or a production company. Right. Uh, right. She's like, there's no reason why like I can't do this by myself. And because what happens is um, and this isn't a spoiler. So the way that Ben and Ray meet is that Ray was trying to do, quote unquote, legit porn. And she goes and tries to do uh, she tries to film with a company called Star Destroyer. And and Star Destroyer is a BDSM company. Um, Kylo's uh, background is essentially as someone who is known for his rough sex. Yeah. And uh, some great canon characters that get roped in. Hux is like a director, like manager at Star Destroyer. He's not nice. Yeah. He's, re- he's, he's just as like terrible... In, or almost as terrible in Star Destroyer uh, in Perfume Obsession as he is as the the head of the First Order. Uh, and then we also have Phasma. We get an appearance by Phasma. And there's a really great... Thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, there's a... So Phasma, she, she tends to work with Kylo. And they both... The scenes that they tend to do you, tend to be her and 
Kylo doming some like innocent young woman. And uh, at one point, there's a really great conversation that Ben and Phasma have offset where Ben is sort of like bemoaning the fact that like he, he knows that the porn industry is like terrible and misogynistic, but he he's, you know, wrestling with that. And Phasma's just like, grow up, dude. Like, yeah, like this is hard. And she's just like, you know, this is my job, you know, like treat it like a job. Like, that's what I do. I treat it like a job. And so it's really great to get, again, this other perspective, a different perspective of a different type of sex worker. Well, and there's actually... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mariana. Well, no, I just wanted to add because that chapter stuck out with me because there was something she said that really, like, I have never done, like, sex work, but I felt that in the sense that she was like, don't put your issues that you were barely discovering on me. Yes. Like, yeah. don't put your stuff on me. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I just felt that so much because I was like, for her, because I was like, yes, thank you. Like, she was like, don't try to put your, you know, make me feel guilty because you feel these things. They're not mine to feel. In the same breath that he's complaining about it being misogynistic, he's also expecting her to bear this emotional yes, weight. Yes, and she's just yes. like, nope, yes. sorry, that's not for me. Yeah. And and there's something... um you know, it's because it, what it, what it's also highlighting, what this narrative is also highlighting in a in a in a meta sense, is it's also on the one hand there is what is being put into the porn that we consume, but it's mm-hmm. also about what we're bringing to the porn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, are are we looking at porn as fantasy and treating it as such, or are we looking at porn as instructional, um, which can be really damaging? Uh, for people, mm-hmm. right? So, so the the fact that this fic is highlighting that it's all it's not just about where a porn is coming from, but it's also about what we're bringing to the table when we watch porn, and mm-hmm. how we're allowing it to inform us that that's really important too, and that matters a lot too. Well, yes. and, I, and two things. The first thing is that uh, going on to what Sophia says, I think one of the things that we find out about Kylo um, as a actor and then Ben as a person is that he has never thought about this, like until he slept with Ray on set and then later sleeps with Ray as a person uh, and then later on camera as as part of part of her cam show he doesn't quite realize like where he's going with this like he 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 doesn't realize as an actor where he's uh coming from as an actor he's he's just doing what he's told he's not going into this thinking hi i'm i'm a sex worker and people are watching this mm-hmm. people are watching this and they're taking it as fact people are watching this and they're they're taking it as way more than i expected them to and there are quite a lot of moments where he um spends time doing the labor after you know i mean let's be honest ray like tells him fuck you uh (laughs) pay attention to yourself do the research like go ask someone else don't always ask me yeah um where he like literally sits back and says have i been a caring dom to my subs on set like even though i love that she's like don't come i'm not i don't owe you my emotional labor to educate you go educate yourself no and there there's a point where he he's working with someone on set and he's sleeping with her and he's he's you know being his normal kylo self that pays the bills and he realizes that his his sex partner um in the scene is working really hard to 
be upbeat and happy because he, he's struggling. He's struggling because he's just gotten involved with Ray. He's emotionally struggling as well as sexually because he's not as used to being emotionally involved with someone as he's fucking them. Mm-hmm. Um, all, fucking someone else, I mean. Right. So he actually has this moment where he's like trying to connect and he's dealing with this this other sex partner's idea of consent and she's saying no and he's feeling uncomfortable about that. Yeah, well, just just to clarify though, he's not like sleeping with his coworker, but he's He's doing a scene with. That's him. what I meant. I mean, he's doing a scene with his coworker, and his coworker. Yeah, they're, they're doing like a. That scene is, yeah. is is her saying no, 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 and and that's, it's that's messing with his be, head. Yeah, and that's supposed to be the hot part of it as a viewer is that you have this non-con dubious like, but she's into it because she's getting paid. But he realizes that you know what he slept with Ray, and she said no, and she meant it because of the angle and it was uncomfortable for her well, he, when he worked with ray yeah i mean yes but he worked with her too i'm sorry thank you for for yeah. you know sorry. clarifying as, as a sex worker yeah it's I important com- to i got confused there for a second yeah, yeah. differentiate between the 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 working with her no yeah. and the when they have worked together um it's interesting because yes. i actually do that too so that's why i was like wait a second i thought that was on set not when he was sleeping <laughs> with her so sorry i, I mean yeah, my, my clarity is not here but there's there's very two distinct moments in in this ben kylo narrative you have ben with ray actually i would say three i would argue there are three there's ben with ray while he's working with her on set mm-hmm. and there's ben with ray when they're not working together and they're becoming intimate emotionally as well as physically mm-hmm. and then there's kylo ren when he's literally not working with Ray, well, he did work with her for a little bit, but it's him working with Phasma, him working with Hux, mm-hmm. him working with other sex workers on a porn set. And so you have this very distinct personality between the three of them and him with Ray as a as Ben and Ray emotional and not mm-hmm. Ben and Ray on Ray's cam show is very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and, and so if you are looking for... Ben Solo Redemption and uh, Porn AU. There's so much of that going on here, and it's really beautiful to see. There's a scene where Ray is trying to get some. What's the word I'm looking for here? Not clarity, but emotional revelation. Perspective. Yeah, perspective mm-hmm. out of Ben. And she's like how am I going to get you to tell me the things that I need you to tell me and he's like you know what I don't normally do this but I feel really safe with you so how about actually you tie me up and so we get a great scene where instead of it being Dom Kylo Ren with Ray, because they do bring his Kylo or rather his Kylo personality uh, slash persona does seep into their intimate relationship that happens off camera and that's been developing behind the scenes but uh it's really great to have them sort of switch roles and we get to see ray you know be the one to to tie him up and and coax this information out of him Mm -hmm. and that also that's another thing that i i really love about perfumed and obsession is that it's continuously straddling this line between the erotic and the the philosophical i was actually just gonna say that i was like if she struggles with this word i don't want to interrupt her but yeah it's definitely philosophical because i feel like there's a lot of the philosophy of porn involved in this yeah and when i feel like it's oh sorry no, no, go, no ahead, go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead i just feel like it speaks to ben a lot of how his mind works because like 
as Kylo, he just completely shuts everything off and he just does what he's told. And in order mm-hmm. to be able to be vulnerable, and he's like, I need to lose control again and I need you to take that control from me. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just too much going yeah. on in my head for me to like sort through it. You guys find yeah, the there's... best fix. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're welcome. We try. <laughs> we all try. I'm sure that, I'm sure that let's be honest. If you're a viewer and you think we find the best fix, please send us a message and say, Kay and Michelle and Sophia and Mariana, you guys find the best fix because that's our praise game. Yes, yes, we, we appreciate it. We are the, we are the smut butlers. We like to read it, yes. we like to get yes. it. We're going to post a poll Are we the smut butlers? And you're going to say, Yes. <laughs> that's only uh, that's going to be the only option. Yes. <laughs> yes and fuck yes. <laughs> uh, it's it's a we're we're going to experiment uh, experiment with some uh some some non-con fantasy in that quiz. Um <laughs> you, you can only say yes or fuck yes. <laughs> if you want to stop message us your safe word. Uh, and it's it's Kylo Ren is a punk ass bitch. Yes. That's, yes, your, that's your multiple safe that word. That's your safe phrase right there. Yeah. Uh but but yeah, so so I found myself throughout the course of reading this fic um simultaneously being extremely turned on both physically and mentally and mentally and intellectually like without yeah. trying to sound elitist or gross because it's it's mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm a very specific intersection right like i'm someone who has who has an advanced education who's also done done sex work um and i've been a cam girl and so i found myself relating to ray a lot um but is someone you know for me coming with from that specific intersection obviously there's ways in which i'm going to identify with this fic more personally you know that that perhaps other people aren't but if you get turned on having in-depth emotionally invested conversations about consent Mm. how to turn your partner on and what your limits are Mm -hmm. you know I think this fig actually is doing a great job at modeling that about what that healthy negotiation looks like. And so for people who are either new to BDSM or are longtime kinksters um, but are looking for that validation, I recommend Perfumed and Obsession uh, so much. Other things that I wanted to mention about this fic, we also get uh, character appearances by Rose and Rose. Oh God, yes, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So I mean, I. I mean, as a whole, I'm. I'm of the three mindset. I really enjoy the idea of a poly relationship between Rose, Finn, and Poe. We don't get any Poe in here, but that's totally fine. Um, but we do get a Rose in charge of a sex store, um, oh. and Poe. No, I'm sorry, not Poe. Uh, Finn is a. Uh, national guard recruiter essentially like in the same like shopping center as uh roses and they've just been like eyeing each other for like months (laughs) months and so okay secretly raylo trash rewarded us uh this last week by posting chapter 12 13 chapter 13 and we got a moment where uh like like they've been eyeing each other for a while and so (laughs) 
Finn comes into the sex shop and and Kylo, Ben and and Rose are having this whole conversation about like, is there such a thing as feminist porn? How do we do this? Well, can you talk to me? Can we can I buy you coffee is what Kylo says. And she's like, I don't do threesomes. And <laughs> Kylo's like, no, I swear. I just I just want to know what your what your thoughts are on feminist porn because you work in a sex shop and you seem like you're a really cool person. And Still, I want you to do my emotional labor, but not really, but not really, because he did his work. He talked to his mom. He did his research. She sent him home with a whole bunch of websites. Yeah, and that, that's the other uh, character mention I wanted to make. So Leia, uh, Luke is there, too. Yes. L- Luke is... A therapist. Yeah, Luke is Ray's therapist, and, and he <laughs> is the character through which Secret Real Trash uses to help deglamorize things like luke is very much the voice of reason yes. okay in this fic as a therapist yeah. and his relationship with ray is great and actually also reminds me of a relationship that i used to have with a, a counselor back in the day yeah uh, he, he's definitely of the mindset uh for all of my therapist psychologist counselor friends who lets you do most of the talking like I feel like there's a certain type of psychologist or counselor who or therapist who sits there and you think, why am I paying this person? I'm coming to all of the revelations by myself. But at the same time, like you're paying literally that person to put on a mask that says, I don't judge you. I'm just here to listen because you love your friends, but they still fucking do that. And then come through. I put all the pieces together. Here is the real. This is what's really going on. Yeah, I feel like Luke kind of like sets these little traps here and there and like guides her to it and then when she gets there he's like and there you go yes yes um and and so uh, personal shout out for me the reason why i related to it so much is because uh when i first started seeing a counselor when i was in grad school and we were kind of doing that like uh preliminary stuff like where he's like okay so like who are you are you from like what's your background because initially he was supposed to refer me out Mm-hmm. And he just kept you like 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 a well, because like he an was adorable like, kitten well, that is at Mariana's house right this, now. It's just like me and my, it's just like with me and Whisper, my kitten. <laughs> like, you and her was supposed to foster uh, insurance for a week and give up. No, because what, what what ended up happening is I'm, I'm I come to him and I'm like, so yeah, I'm I'm a mixed race Afro Latin uh, ex sex worker. Uh, who's into BDSM and who's queer and he was like you know I don't really actually trust any of the other counselors I know to take you on without so- being racist fucking sexist oh fucking biased assholes yeah so he was he was essentially like so I'm just gonna keep seeing you because initially when when Ray goes to see Luke he's like I'm not even supposed to be working anymore like I'm yeah. supposed to be like uh, consulting or, or like retired or something but you need me too much you need a teacher yeah <laughs> so so yeah i i ended up kind of being like oh my god like i know that life uh and then uh leia the great thing about leia's character is that i don't think that she herself was a porn actress or sex worker but she did do a lot of these sort of early artistic films i always got the impression that she was doing something more like uh barbarella like like yeah like exploitation e but like artsy films barbarella um <laughs> what's the other one 2000 red, bc red sonia yeah <laughs> That's one of my favorites as well. yeah she was she was doing uh and it's it's a riff off of uh hut slayer yeah, Leia, yeah, right, yeah. with the gold Slayer. bikini mm-hmm. um, and, you know, all the skin exposed and everything and all the objectification. So but it's, her also kicking ass because you can't say no to Leia kicking ass. Right. So yes. so Leia's trajectory is that uh, she looks like she started doing films like that as a young actress and then later 
became like a film professor or like a media professor. Yeah, she she's a, literally tenured and lecturing at some expensive four-year university and are well known well in the same way that like I want to say there's a couple is Annie Sprinkle used to be a porn star and then became like a feminist author about stuff like that I want to say she's something along those lines where she became like a, a, a icon of uh sexual like men jacking off to her but then took what money she made got herself an education and literally is schooling every single person and then shoves her movies into these kind of like discussions about feminism and film yeah yeah and so there's um there is one thing so there's this tension between ben and leia uh, that revolves around Anakin Skywalker and the work that he used to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to let readers read that because it's, it's very deep. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's really loaded um, and, a, and a revelation, I feel like. Yeah. And so it's it's a really interesting tension and point of argument that happens between Ben and Luke and Leia regarding Anakin Skywalker. So I'll, I'll leave that for readers to to wade through. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the background you can give them is that Anakin Skywalker is also a filmmaker. I so have you a have a. I'll, I'll answer that in a second. Go ahead. Anakin Skywalker is a filmmaker. You have Leia, who is his daughter, who is okay. a essentially a cultural icon, sexual cultural icon. And then you have um, Kylo, who we talk about this. You know, you see it in the actual movies where he has this potential mm-hmm. to be something great because he has uh, Luke, who is – we don't actually talk about Luke as, as a part of his family at all. So you have um, – Leia as this cultural film icon and you have uh, Anakin as this historical film icon. Um, so there's this potential for Kylo to be more than he is and then he becomes a porn star and everyone's like, you could have done so much for your life, etc., etc. But he's good at his job and it's not like he hates it, you know? So what was your question, Michelle? Um, actually, I think you just answered it. My question was if they talk about Luke's relationship with Ben and then because Luke is also connected to Ray. Actually, they don't they don't make any mention, so I'm not I'm not sure, do they? Um is there I, like a hidden one? Yeah, I think Or like Luke to Leia. Yeah, I think that um I think that Ray knows or suspects like I, I she, so she tries to keep Ben's identity secret, secret yeah. from Luke when she starts talking about him uh-huh. counseling and she instead of calling him Ben, she calls him Sven. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, in in the latest chapter that Secret Raylo Trash updated, um, she does accidentally call him Ben in front of Luke, but Luke doesn't say anything. So I don't know if that's but, a typo but, or if it's a plot point. I don't but know. But I feel like uh, if I remember correctly, Luke calls Kylo Kylo like he knows who he is. I, I just wanted to say that one of the things that I find most interesting about this fic is that the I'm assuming the amount of either personal or physical research that I feel like, like as in maybe talking to people, that Secret Real Trash has done. Uh, I, I don't know. What- yeah, so Secret Real Trash has, uh, while having not been a sex worker herself, has done a lot of research on the porn industry and uh, sexism and public policy surrounding sex work. So... You know, for I'm I'm not I don't want to turn this into a debate, uh, but I feel extremely confident that Secret Raylo Trash has done her due diligence, and we've had several conversations. And that you know, if if you need to take it from me, I'm an actual person who's done sex work, and I was talking to Secret Raylo Trash while she was 
writing this fic and we had conversations that you know later informed how she went forward with this story so you know if uh you know she made sure to make it something that was like legitimate you know it was yeah she yeah 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 yeah, yeah, she yeah she i really think that she did her due her due diligence and i i feel like when i started talking to a lot of my sex worker friends uh who were involved in the bdsm community uh the kink.com sort of controversy that was going on i feel like um i'm sorry i really want to say first order but it's not first order. star destroyer um star destroyers uh role and hux's role in this whole uh bdsm discussion about how there are women who come into Star Destroyer who are not coerced per se, but they're not enjoying their lives exactly because it's paying, it's paid money. If they get on Star Destroyer, they can go somewhere else. And I felt like that was very reflective of what happens during um, a lot of porn industry situations. But in my personal experience from understanding what I know from friends is that the kink.com backlash uh, with a lot of people and that whole dungeon situation, uh, which you can research, you can just look it up yourself. It's it's fine. I mean, this is not like a hidden controversy about how certain uh, BDSM communities treated their uh, sex workers, male and female, you know, making, pushing boundaries and stuff like that and I feel like that's very authentic to it so that's also a trigger warning so if you are um, someone who's sensitive to BDSM as a sex worker maybe in your past or um, in other ways uh, and communities that were BDSM took advantage of you um, there is a detailed conversation about it like I wouldn't say it's gory or graphic I would say it's more philosophical but there are a couple situations where Ray talks about how she was victimized by um, the BDSM community in the porn industry Um, I would also say that a trigger warning for this is also um, eating disorders because uh, Ray talks about herself as essentially a young underage foster care youth without any resources and she only knew how to cope with an eating disorder and she goes to um luke to help with that eating disorder and she's better by the time you talk about it but there is a lot of discussion about her treating herself with food in the sense that um it's part of her eating disorder so do be aware of that if you are sensitive to that conversation is there any other trigger warnings you would give anybody else sophia um no I mean, I think I think that the trigger warnings that are up in the description of the fic on AO3. And and those two might also be there. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking in my head. No, and, no, no. no. Yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, no, I, th- I think that the the information that Secret Real Trash gives you at the beginning of the story and then at the beginning of the chapter, if necessary, I think is is rather prudent. And, and if you, as I said, as Michelle always recommends, feel free to tend, send us a message. Sophia and I will, God, we'll, we'll do the work. We'll reread it for you. It's so hard. And we'll tell you. Oh, it's such we'll, a burden. Yes, we have it's to reread so it. difficult. Like, we'll, we'll tell you if there's anything yes, that you might need uh, trigger warnings for. We're more than happy to do that for you. Uh, I mean, yeah. um, do we have a smut highlight? Yeah. So I, I have a smut highlight that I wanted to share. Um, there's several because oh, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, yes. The I'm fact- just gonna fan myself right now. If I had a big fan, I would do it. Can the- you hear this fanning on this microphone? Because I'm fanning. The 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 amount of kink and eroticism oh and also intellectual discussion that Secret Real Trash has masterfully packed into this fic like you don't even realize that she's doing it at first because i remember i started reading it and i was just like oh like this is this is hot and then it's i was like wait really a minute long foreplay really yeah like i am foreplay. learning a lot of things or like i'm resonating with a lot of things here because going into it like that's not what i that's not what i expected but i i walk away with with you know tons of validation and and tons of um 
sort of uh, talking points and uh, and and realizations that uh, you know at times got really personal for me. But my smut highlight is that um, so. The, 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 she, doesn't, she doesn't even have her no, phone out, guys, no, right now. This is this is how important the smut highlight is. She can't even read it. She just has to go from memory because it's that good. Well, it's all it's it's kind of long. <laughs> okay, okay. So the the plot point that starts off Ben's and Ray's relationship in this fic is that they're working on a scene together at Star Destroyer, and as Kylo Ren, he's supposed to have penetrative sex with her and and the, the background knowledge is that he's very large yeah he's a he's big boy he's well proportioned and, yes yeah. uh and so he goes to perform penetrative sex on ray but the angle that hucks wants for the camera is not conducive to what he wants ray and kylo to perform and so he ends up hurting her and but she says stop and they stop and Hux tries to manipulate the situation to to convince Ray to keep filming. And she's like, oh, no, you're not going to treat me like this. Like, fuck you. Peace out. Okay. Uh, and that's why Ben starts helping her on her cam show because he felt really bad about how that went down. And he mm-hmm. like owes her because he knows that her walking off set is a loss of income for her. And so he's like, if I go help her with her cam show, like this is a way to help her, you know, take care of herself and and get her pay mm-hmm. i would also argue that because we're we're talking and we talked about this earlier about soft boy ben uh that he also is on that journey to become that soft boy and that this is this is the beginning of his journey to realize that as a dom he is not doing his work that's just what i'm gonna argue i don't know if that's secret way of the trashes thing but that's that's where i'm coming from is that even though it's not a conscious decision deep down inside he's still thinking well, shit, I'm not doing the work I need to do as a dom. Well, and as you guys um, mentioned earlier, Ray getting on at Star Destroyers was going to open up more opportunities for her. So her walking off set isn't just a loss of income in this particular job. It's like a loss of future income and opportunities yeah, for her branching yes, out from yes, that. Yes, yes, exactly. Which which can yeah, which can totally be uh, an issue in the in the porn community. So, because you know the production companies, they're the ones who get to who get to recommend an actor and be like, oh yeah, we right. like working with this person, or like yeah, like right. doing these kinds of scenes with this person is great. And so if, if she's leaving, you know, we can't trust Hux's character to be forthcoming. Yeah, if, you know, people are like, we're yeah. interested in hiring her. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so Ben's working with her. So they've been he's been working for her with her on her cam show in the background. I want to say for about a year, and over time they've just been kind of been developing this interesting intimate friendship uh but when things finally start to turn sexual slash romantic uh ben has a lot of reservations about having vaginal sex with ray because he doesn't want to repeat what he did to her on star destroyer so even though she tries to encourage him and be like like no you're not gonna hurt me or we can do lots of foreplay or these types of things he's still really hesitant and ray also starts to kind of get the idea she's like you know even though i want this from him really badly that i need to give him space to um, work through his own his own feels about the situation yeah yeah. um and so they find other ways to be intimate and there's also a question about you know what counts as sex and so that's also i think a really beautiful thing that happens in this fic that sex doesn't necessarily have to be penetrative Mm -hmm. sex 
because they do end up doing lots of hot kinky ass shit i mean i'm gonna be upfront. there's a couple scenes where he's watching her as she does her cam show and then performs for her behind the camera as he's assisting her in these cam shows and that is what flips my switch i'm like yeah voyeurism i'll do it i'll do all ten thousands of the voyeurisms give them to me yeah when they start like performing to each other uh. Yeah, fanning myself back here, fanning myself. Yeah, so one of my favorites is when she's working and he's at home sick and he's like, I can't not watch. And he starts like, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's watching and he's like, he's like participating in the background, like adding tips to her. Like he's like adding tips to her jar. And she's like, she just freezes because she's like, oh, crap. Like she realizes that he's watching and she's just like, okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're they're finding other ways to be to be sexually and physically intimate, and so they decide to get this toy, which is a real toy called the Sibian. And for for those of you out there who have vulvas and who love getting your clitoris stimulated, and if you've got the disposable income, like I looked up the Sibian and and I was like damn like they really thought about this and so it's essentially (laughs) this kind of portable saddle thing that you can sit on and it has different attachments and uh and vibration (laughs) settings and so ben decides to purchase one of these (laughs) michelle's face right now she's like i think i might have the disposable income and the space to put in one of these things into my spare bedroom listen i have a walk-in closet there's plenty of space Oh, there's totally plenty. Just just walk a, a bit of it off and lock it up and just, like, make it your sex dungeon. Your sex closet dungeon. Uh, so he he purchases this, this Sibian, and the first time that Ray uses it, she's, you know, she's, she's having, like, this these orgasms that like she's never had before from this he's toy. watching it's not just the toy right well because he's watching yeah and so and so Ren, uh ben his like his kylo comes out while he's watching her uh I, like i refer to kylo as like it's both his, it's his dom yeah it's it's both his porn persona but it's also like who he is as a dom like his dom persona uh and so he's watching her on this sitting on the sibian and he's getting really turned on and so he decides to record her however the way in which he goes about recording her, he's not actually recording her genitals on the toy. He's looking at things like the way her face scrunches up when she has an orgasm or the way her shoulders hunch or the way her thighs tighten. That Yeah, it's 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 like That was very much like film like the side of him that he's like, No, I'm not into like no, film, like the way that yeah, my it's, mom it's, is. It's, uh, like, but I am. It's been solo the auteur, right? Yes, exactly, exactly, yes. exactly. And so yeah. he's he's doing that and then at one point she takes the camera and even though she's still on the toy and still very much being affected by the toy, she's recording him. his face mm-hmm. and his reactions to her on the toy. And I have never read a sex, like a sex, it's essentially a sex scene. I've never read a sex scene like that. And I I can't really think of something I've even seen in like film or television. That's similar. Yeah, because the fact that it's. It's, And it's a female gaze. Yeah, that it's it's centered so much around Ray's physical pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think I don't even think yeah. that Ben is masturbating in that scene. No, he's he isn't. just watching her. Yeah. And 
there's it's so incredibly just like erotic and yeah because doesn't she like even say like look at your face like look at you you're yeah. a mess yes. yeah yes. it's it's so it's just so powerful yeah it's powerful and it's so incredibly sexy I've never read anything like that. And so I just want to make sure that, like, we are giving Secret Relo Trash her absolute kudos. All the thumbs up. There's so many Kylo approved. We should be able to give more than one. Uh, When I want to give, like, 10 kudos, like, you already left kudos here. And I'm like, bitch, I'm doing it for a reason. (laughs) Like, I want to leave more. I'm clicking the button, like, just to, like, Get it out of my system. Right. Like, yeah, I'm exactly. clicking the kudos button just to feel like I that, did it that's again. my That's me working my clit. I'm not going to be honest. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to start, like, commenting kudos. Like, I already left kudos, but kudos and kudos. Although and kudos. I, I will have, I will say I've read a lot of, like, uh, author blogs who have said, uh, just, just fucking tell me that you like it. Like, just, just type incoherent things. So all the authors that I've read have said they want your comments. So even if you say, oh, my God, this is so amazing, just do it because it's yeah. worth your time. So I'm I'm really interested. It's yeah. a praise kink. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm really interested to see how Secret Relo Trash is going to finish up Perfumed and Obsession, uh, and and when she does, we'll totally we'll totally let our listeners know. Uh, but for now, I think that what's there is really solid. Like I said, there's just so many layers to it. There's so many nuanced discussions, and and I really just can't recommend it enough. Oh, and so. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, Michelle, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, you know, I, I have not read this fic. I started reading it, but I'm just like a busy ass motherfucker right now. She's doing um, school and she has babies and she's got like all the mom things she has to do, plus all the wife things to do and all the <laughs> fucking school things to do. She's a busy lady. She's a busy. She's got to find to time do. to just be Michelle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to read her fan fiction and also be Commander Pohammeron. She's got a lot of hats to wear. Listen, the Commander Pohammeron thing, though, that's a... Uh, that's, that's all joy. That's, that's pure joy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but this fic just moved, like, way the fuck up on my list to read. Yes. Because of your guys' review, it sounds like the most fucking things. amazing thing ever. Oh, it's incredible, Michelle. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually shout out two other uh, fix that I, because honestly, we don't do this often mm-hmm. enough because we're all busy fucking bitches and, you know, yes. we, can't, we can't be here every week recording two hours of content that you have to, you know, delete into an hour and a half. Um, I'm going to shout out Wrong Room by Pretty Girl, uh, yes. spelled real crazy. We'll put that on there. It's uh, Ray is a sex worker sent to the wrong room where Kylo Ren as a woman is waiting for mm-hmm. her. The sex is so fucking hot. There's a lap dance. There's praise kink with Ray giving it. Uh, yes. giving the lap dance and praise kink um of course some fun sex toys and a potential date read it please if you have a chance to write more fem slash give it to me i'm so fucking gay and i just there's not enough fem slash as far as i'm concerned yes. give me your best amelin holdo leia mm-hmm. like oh, I, I need your all of the fem slash you have in your yes. world just send it care of d fucking dark lady k care of blowjob of the hut care of every single woman on this podcast i need more fem slash um a yes, second one absolutely. if you like a uh, porn star or sex worker kylo uh is comfort zones by emmy jean uh this one's very different from Percy fumed in obsession it's very well written um in this case kylo's job as a sex worker is still a very, very large obstacle in their relationship uh with ray and ben um but the ethics of sex work is a little bit less little more a little less involved it's a little more sideline 
guidelines. Uh, ben is a porn star with Snoke as his manager and Hux is the director of a lot of these porns. Uh, Snoke owns Ben's contracts and has him under his thumb because of some of the issues in Ben's past. Ben has a criminal record and Snoke bailed him out essentially. Uh, Ray's broke, works a lot of jobs, gets a job as a PA on the uh, set that uh, Kylo works on. And uh, Kylo is very much a persona that Ben has lived in since Snoke has taken him over. And uh, this fic deals a lot with um, the idea that porn it's not there's a very like one-dimensional kind of such situation about porn as not a choice per se um but ben still really enjoys his job he enjoys being dominant etc etc and so it's a very good uh fic to read it's pretty long and i think they're on chapter like 12 or 13 emmy jean is but uh, shout it out if you like the idea of sex work in your porn it's it's 10 out of 10 worth your time awesome and i'm done Go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> that sounds amazing, actually. And uh, yeah, send us all your femme slash. I have to say that I'm a little bit obsessed with the idea of Rose and Ray falling in love over engine parts, which linear oh my A. God. Or more, or more femme, more femme Kylo. Oh please. God, yes, I love that one. And I was like, hmm, because we all love, um, we love Lemon Hot Summer, which was Isha Ren and Pretty Girl 15. And we just loved it so much that we were looking at other works by oh. them. Oh my god, could you could you imagine a lemon hot <gasps> summer? I'm sorry, with uh with a oh my god. with a femme Kylo. Oh my god. Like how can we, can we have the chapter? Yeah, with that, pretty please? girl and Isha Ren. Can we just have like one chapter? Ishiren. Like just like a one SOS shot. SOS femme slash chapter of Lemon Hot Summer, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, we're gonna just talk about briefly some fix that have updated that we've reviewed in the past on the podcast. Um, the first one is Landscape, Landscape with a Blur of Conquerors by Diasterisms. That is up to chapter 42, so make sure you're keeping up on that. We do have some plans in the works to do a uh, Diasterisms extravaganza down the road, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that. Um, another fic that's updated by two of our most favorite authors, one who was on our podcast last time, Destiny's or Chell. And Voiced Implosives, their uh, crossover fic, The Commander and the Cook, has updated to Chapter 3. If you, Yay! If you haven't read it, please, like, keep up with that one, guys. Keep up with that one. It's amazing. And last but not least, it's not, not really an update, but uh, one of our favorite artists, Wulin Chen, who I will always love for getting me into Go I Know Not Whether and Fetch I Know Not What with her beautiful art, did a TSTA, Tactical Surrender, Tactical Alliance comic for Destinies, and it's just amazing. If you have a chance, um, you can either go to Destiny's Tumblr, Twitter, or Wulin Chen's Tumblr, Twitter, and check it out. We will also have it linked in our podcast notes. Oh, absolutely. I'm putting that shit up on Tumblr. Like, right now. Okay. I wanted to give a quick shout out to, um, because I feel like I don't do it enough, to artists, like mood board artists. Uh, the first one is one that I have been like absolutely obsessively standing on Twitter for the last couple of weeks. I can't like. Rayla Wire, or is that what we're talking about? Rayla Warrior, for sure. Rayla yes. Warrior, who was also, Clovis is my favorite. She is the one that made the mood board that uh, is now the banner for our uh, Twitter account. Um, yes. She is absolutely incredible with her mood boards. She just has a gift. 
And I also and she has some amazing ones for landscape. Also, she does. She does. Anytime that there is a prominent fic out there, you can expect to find Rayla Warrior having worked on a mood board at one point, whether it's for one or multiple chapters of them. And she is yes. really sweet. Tej is uh, incredible, and um, you can find her on Twitter as Rayla Warrior. Uh, how as well as Tumblr and as well as Tumblr. Tumblr as well, yes. Also, I want to give a shout out to um, a recent mood board artiste that I found that I have been standing for a while. Uh, on he's on Twitter as Ben Beggin Solo. That's B E N B E G G I N Solo altogether. And uh, or George the Gay Dad. I love calling him George. He is incredible with his mood boards. They are just they every time that he comes up with a mood board, there is no fake attached to it. But I desperately wish yes. that there was. He recently made one. Um, for uh, well, before I move on to that, he's also on Archive of Our Own as a user, so you can find him on there as well. I'm not aware if he's on Tumblr. I can look that up. And add a link if he is um, afterwards once we post it. But I wanted to segue because he made a mood board recently for uh, the Oil Baron, which was a skit yes. that uh, Adam Driver did when he was on SNL that has completely taken the fandom by storm. I have to admit that was that literally left me wanting to, to read some kind of fic of like a young Oil Baron. George, the gay dad, is incredible at it. And I thought that this would be a great way to segue Alex. into just us all giving our thoughts on the Adam Driver's uh, guest host of the season premiere of SNL that happened last week. Yeah, so, um, you know, we I think the, the Raylo community has already mourned the fact that uh, we didn't get any actual star wars scenes or skits so that was that was sad and i think kind of a letdown and a bummer and there was also that whole situation with kanye and uh, i don't know how much truth there is to this but like rumors about him kind of taking up time and taking time away from the skits so that there were other i do know that there were other skits that adam had rehearsed with the snl cast but that uh, ultimately did not end up getting filmed or or acted that night uh, and not making it into the the final episode, and so you know, I I, I also mourn with my Raylo brethren uh, that we were denied that content. However, the fix that we the fix <laughs> the skits that we did get mm -hmm. um, for me, as Mariana pointed out, was the highlight was um, what's his name? What, I know his last name is Parnassus. What's his first name? Abraham. Yes, Abraham. Yeah, Abraham uh, Parnassus, who's a a play on the actor from there will be from the main character in the movie there will be blood played by daniel day lewis and uh the yeah. the acting between him and pete davidson and pete davidson as mariano will will also expound upon pete davidson <laughs> just trying to keep his shit together while adam driver is like look at me look at me boy look at your father there's nothing funnier when yeah, someone like, breaks character i see you man yeah <laughs> So that was he just can't. I think if we could if we could add tags to this sketch, it would be uh, Pete Davidson can't keep his shit together. Yes. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And and hashtag uh, Adam Driver knows it and gives zero fucks. 
And also hashtag festering. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite. I feel like that needs to go on our Snackler soundboard is festering seed, even though he's yelling like an old man. I'm like, to make I our own soundboard. Your granddaughter. I filled her belly with my festering um, Mariana, do you want to like oh, uh, talk about that one fic that you shared with us about just just like just we'll throw it into the tags if you were that into parnassus uh mariana is gonna share it with you a treat she's not gonna talk about it. she's shaking her head no don't even talk about no, it no, just no, share it just it. share it I'll, t- I'll i'll talk about it i will I and just i'll talk about it with everyone you everyone to know i'm prefacing this with the fact that i am absolute trash i'm trash seconded okay? i'm trash we're not called the smut hut for I no reason seriously I was minding my own business, perusing Twitter, and I came across. Innocently uh, minding her own business, y'all. You're never innocently minding your own business on Twitter, Mariana. You're always looking for smut. Don't fucking pretend like you're. Don't lie. Lies. I was, I was on the hunt, okay, for my next, for my next kill, and I came across uh, a one, a one shot. Um, I don't have any of the information right now. It's gonna have to go in the notes. But I know that it's a one shot of Parnassus and Ray. Uh, and I just don't even like her grandfather died recently. She's at the she's at uh, the cemetery mourning his death. And she she bumps into Parnassus, who she's known for 12, 13 years because he was a pro- her professor. Can we can we can now we have this conversation? It's an ABO no. fic as well. I was about what? to say, Sorry. this is where, yeah. yeah this this is, is an ABO fic. It's even better. Because there's an ABO, it's an ABO fic. Michelle's face is everything right now. She's like, how did I miss this? This is where, this is where it takes the turn. This is where it takes a turn, okay? I'm just sitting there reading it, and I'm like, okay, so I understand what I'm going into, okay? This is gonna, because this is rated, it's rated explicit. I think it was rated E. Like, it's going to go there. It's going to be Ray, who's like 30, and this 80-year-old man. I understand where this is going. But then he's like, like, he says, like, I don't know who mentions it, but they're like, uh, I can smell your scent. Like, I smelled it, like, 13, 12 years ago, and I was like, wait, uh, f- hold up. This is an A, like, this is ABO. And... And, like, I just, I couldn't do, I couldn't deal with it. Because she was, like, like, she had this, like, she had a mighty need. I have a mighty need to please. (laughs) And he was, like, he totally was, like, the alpha. Like, he, he, the way he, I just, I couldn't, Michelle, I can't, like. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Mariana is, like, (laughs) she's, like, she was, like, holding her face. She's, like, so into this. Like, she's. She, she, she can't even right now. Is this the one? Called, you know what? If you read this fic, look you at probably me. won't be able to even either. I'm just gonna tell you there are lines from the sketch used in this. Okay, so they're they're used okay. in this. Okay, so it is a one shot. It is absolute trash. It is a b o because they managed to go there. It, they really they really took that envelope and not only did they push it, they just pushed it off the table like a cat. I I found it. It's called Look at Me. My comatose but audible. <laughs> two out of two chapters. Doing it is the completed. right research. Yes. 
two out of two chapters. Yes. Did you there's not? A second chapter. It updated. There's, there's a more? second chapter. Oh my god. High five. High five. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> okay, we we, we <laughs> gotta leave right now. We We're gotta gonna, cut right now. We, We're gonna end the episode on that, guys. Uh, we love you so much. Please uh, hang out with us more often. Uh, we had a nice little vacation. We'll be back soon, doing our usual monthly, twice a monthly, depending how things go. Uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We love you all and well. I gotta go read. I gotta go read. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. This is goodbye from the Smut Hut. We'll see you later. Goodbye, little listeners. (laughs) I need more Parnassus. (laughs) Have a fic you want us to review? Want to gush about how much you love the podcast? Want to be a guest host? Get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at Smut Hut Podcast, on Tumblr at The Smut Hut Podcast. Or send us an email at smuthutpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, hut is spelled with two T's, just like Jabba the Hut. Well, fans, that's all for us here at the Smut Hut, where Snoke isn't the only one wearing a gold bathrobe. See you next time. This episode of The Smut Hut was edited by R2 Gimme the D2. Special thanks to Kevin Woody for our logo and Ramses B on SoundCloud for our music. Don't worry, fans, we feel it too. 